0: You're listening to Effortless Parenting with Monica Lepera-Nassar, your ultimate lifeline to simplifying your parenting so that you can live effortless. Now, I know you're thinking it may not be possible, but I'm going to show you how in each and every episode because you will walk away with actionable implementation to really unlock that mystery behind making your everyday life as a parent feel lighter, more intuitive, and less all-consuming. So if you're ready to ditch that overwhelm, the guesswork, and the stress that comes with parenting the next generation, then you've come to the right place because this podcast is going to share everything that you need to know about how to live effortlessly as a parent right from the start. Hello and welcome back to Effortless Parenting with yours truly. My name is Monica Loperanassar and I hope this is not the first time you are catching me. If so, I highly encourage you to go back to episode one as my intention is to build upon each and every episode to get you an effortless parenting experience. That's why you're here, right mama? And trust me, I get it. So today I had another idea for this episode. Um, and this is kind of you know indicative of what you're going to experience in our time together, is that while I like to have <laughs> plans, I really, really allow myself to lean into my intuition and really allow myself to um, just be. And that's really one of the key components of my right from the start method, which is really my signature approach to creating an effortless parenting experience, right? Because so often I see this time and time again in motherhood where we self-impose these rules, these shoulds, this framework, um, whether it's based on experts, your mama circles, uh, the way that which you were raised, or perhaps you were trying to, you know, Undo the way that you were raised, and so you've created sort of this picture, this vision of what it should feel like. But here's where I want to encourage you, Mama, is to really think about how is it serving you? Like, how is this vision of your parenting experience of motherhood? Is it supporting you? Does it bring you joy? Now, I used to laugh at the, that thought that I was like, "What happiness, joy? While you're while you're raising little humans?" Seems like an oxymoron, right? Like, how is that even possible? Um, Especially if you were a mama like me who had zero background as it relates to raising children, how to put on a diaper. I knew nothing about the kitchen. I mean, my domestic uh, abilities were non-existent, right? I come from a corporate background and I was very good at ordering food, doing charcuterie boards, or, you know, just eating out all the time. Um, I didn't really ever clean a home. I had no aspirations of being a stay at home mom, all of the things, right? I mean, I just had so much, um, kind of working against me if I think about it when I entered parenthood. And, um, so I just want you to kind of have an, an idea of where this, you know, advice is coming from. It's coming from someone who did not know anything about parenting and now I enjoy, and I thrive in my parenting role and my experience with my boys. I have two young children, seven and five, almost five, at the end of this month. And, you know, they have taught me so much about myself and really undoing sort of this construct of what I thought being a good, and I use quotation marks, and um, being what being a good mom was supposed to be right like giving up everything sacrificing my needs and wants and desires to make sure that they are supported that they are taken care of and all that that was doing was building resentment it was building a disconnect with the parenting experience which is why most of us feel like we are just in survival mode that we are just you know Ah, there'll be a better time when they get older, when this happens, when the other thing happens, right? We're kind of future pacing freedom or liberty or happiness again. Um, Later, we're like deferring it like, oh, when they go back to school or when they do all these things, but it's like Why can't your life begin today in the way in which you want it to every single day of your life? Why does that feel so difficult? And a lot of it has nothing to do with our children and everything to do with you. That was a hard thing to swallow for myself because when I looked in the mirror, I did not recognize the person looking back at me. I had lost all sense of self. And I didn't even feel connected physically to my body, to my everyday life. Um, And I was, it was building resentment. I was building this, you know, building habits that was creating sort of a numbing experience to my life, right? And I don't necessarily want to go down the road of blaming or complaining or justifying why I was feeling the way I was feeling. What I did know was that, I couldn't continue this any further, right? I got to my sort of quote unquote bottom where I really started to question whether I was even cut out to be a mom. That's how deep it got for me. And I do not want that to be the case for you, mama. If you are there, if you are heading there, if you are a new parent, I don't want to scare you either. This is really a podcast to help empower you to support you, mama first, Right. Because everything happens from the inside out, meaning everything starts with you and your energy and your happiness and your fulfillment and you feeling whole and complete before you could even offer that to your child or to your partner, to your everyday life, to your career, business, all the things. Right. It's not separate. And that was kind of the biggest aha moment, right? Is that parenting or being a mom, however you define it, does not have to feel like sort of the separate hat or the separate role or the separate face that you have to put on. But rather the way in which we make it effortless, because it is possible, I do this every day now, and you know, countless mamas that I support are experiencing a motherhood that is in alignment with who she truly is on the inside out and more importantly motherhood and parenting has been the accelerator has been the catalyst to her achieving her quote-unquote dream life right most of these mamas including myself are in our best shape physically right than we've ever been even pre-kid life if you can imagine having a leaner uh physique having more energy having more clarity, being more fulfilled, being more happier post-children and it not having to do anything with becoming a mom, but rather the implications of what that does to getting to know the self, right? We're so busy in our upbringings that we focus on achievement. We focus on the next step. We focus on that long-term vision or plan that we miss the journey. We miss the point of actually checking in and tuning in to what really fills you up, like right? What really makes you happy. And so when you start to really get to know yourself, that is where the magic lies. And that process really does come into play the moment you give birth, whether that's, you know, physically, or maybe you've adopted, or you've have a stepchild, you know, however motherhood came to you, the moment that you really had that experience, that's when you started to realize, wow, not only experience the magic of being a human and that process, that circle of life process, but rather just understanding how it's all connected, And so today, I just want to give an example because, well, first of all, these episodes are going to be to the point. I want to value and honor your time. I want our time together to be productive in a way that is going to not only inspire you to look at something differently, but also get you to actually implement change right away, right? So often we can get consumed by motivating content, however you see that you know, whether that's in a podcast or through your social feeds, um, you know, we can be super highly inspired and motivated, but it's not that we are lacking more motivation (laughs) or knowledge for that matter. We have all access to everything, but what changes is the implementation. How do you actually put into action what you have, what you want in your life. And that starts by getting to know yourself more, right? And so if you caught episode one, first episode, we actually got right into the work and we talked about establishing a baseline. So make sure you go back and head over to episode one and take a lesson, because each and every episode, I'm going to give you implementation takeaways for you to start to create action. And I'm also with the intention of creating episodes that are, you know, kind of to the point, because I know that your time is limited. More often than not, you'll probably be listening to this podcast while you are doing something else. Right. And so I encourage you to not only listen to this episode this one time, but I encourage you to go back and listen to it again. And the reason I do that is because Another fun aspect of this podcast is that I will be infusing a lot of brain science, neuroscience, ways in which you can leverage your brain power, your mental capability of creating the reality, the existence of your everyday is started in our thoughts. It's in our ability to speak the language of the brain. And so, fun fact you must really listen to something or read something. or be exposed to, to the information, to the content, at least seven times, seven. Now I'm not encouraging you to listen to it seven times. Hey, you may. And I certainly have done that for a lot of the content that um, you know has helped lead me to this moment, right? I have done the work myself and I continue to do the work and I continue to stay in the content and repeat and listen to things over and over again. And every time I approach new information, you know, the information that it's not new, I hear something new because I am coming at it from a different point, right? I'm a different being consuming that same piece of content. And I am now able to get deeper into uh, understanding and embodying whatever it is that I'm learning, right? And so neurologically, right, we need at least seven times to be exposed. So I encourage you to listen to this episode again and all of the episodes so that you can start to gain and get more out of the content, right? So I'm trying to get you the most bang for your time because that is your biggest asset, right, is your time. You can't get that back. And so that is really the intention. So today I wanna start with an example um, just to illustrate. And uh, it started off with breakfast this morning with my boys. My my husband's out of town, and I am solo parenting for the next few days, which it's been a while since all of the things. <laughs> so this was new territory for me, and I'm also in the middle of a move, so uh, to a different state, and all of the all of the logistics that happen. Literally, we are about two weeks away from moving, and so there's just been a lot happening lately. Um, Neither here or there, you could have no excuse for why things are uh, escalating in your home, right? Maybe you're feeling a bit more resentful. Maybe you're feeling agitated, annoyed, um, bothered by your children. This happens. It's totally part of life, right? But I tried something new this time. Instead of being annoyed or triggered by my four-year-old's tantrum of having too much honey on a waffle... um, I started to manage my own energy. I started to coach myself. So I'm at the sink, at the kitchen sink, washing something, and I hear the meltdown happening, right, in the dining room. And I said, Okay. And I started talking to myself, You are the creator of your own reality. I started going through a list of, like, I am grateful for this home. I am happy. I am healthy. And I just started to like recite affirmations to myself. I started reciting and coaching myself about and kind of retraining my thoughts and my brain to focus on all of the good, to focus on everything that is working. And why this is important, if the woo stuff is not your jam, neurologically re training and pivoting your thought pattern right sort of this mental loop that we get stuck in with disempowering self-talk or critique or judgment uh shame guilt all those fun emotions not fun but it happens right that's those are patterns of behavior of thought right habit is a thought um And so instead of going down that negative spiral, being annoyed or being reactive to my toddler having a tantrum, I started to manage my energy by focusing on all of the good verbally, right? And really, truly just releasing control of the situation, right? Managing what I could control, which is my energy, which is my thoughts. So focusing on all of the good in my life and really coaching myself through that moment, my toddler had his meltdown, kind of walked away as he does, comes back, you know, a few seconds later, mama, I'm very calm, and comes, goes back to his table. He self-soothe, regulated his process. And of course, you know, we've coached him through several different things, but the headline here, mama, is this is about you. How do you manage your energy? And the way to, you know, kind of contextualize this is how do you manage your reactions to your environment to the circumstances around you right are you a victim are you susceptible to your environment at every given time right do you just give away your power by losing your cool, by going down a disempowering thought pattern, by, you know, reacting and and yelling back and telling your child, why can't you just sit quiet or why can't you do these things, right? All of this is really the underlying theme is control. But more importantly, is that we are focusing on what isn't working versus what is working. And so managing my energy allowed him to do what he needed to do to shift his energy. And again, I'm being a little broad here, but Bear with me, because it's really just about you, right? And how you react. And here's a bonus if you have multiples, right? My seven-year-old came over to me. And so what happened? Let me go back here. So he calms down after the honey incident. And like within seconds, again, another meltdown. I don't know. He spilled water. Something happened. I actually really don't know what happened. But I know there was a second tantrum. And I, you know, I'm cooking whatever I'm at the stovetop, and I'm like, this is going to be the most amazing day. I'm having a, such a great day. This is the best day. I'm so lucky. And I started to just really like bring to life, verbalize to life what I want. Right. And so my seven-year-old heard me. It's like, mama, you're not, that's not true. You're not having a good day. Look at what's happening and you know, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, no, Mateo, that's my oldest. Like, our words are magic. Our words are so powerful. And I'm going to focus on everything that is good in our life. And the the, the tantrum toddler, <laughs> a.k.a. Pablo, you'll hear Pablo's name quite a bit on this podcast. He is my true humbling agent, and he is really the catalyst for my own personal transformation. But we'll leave that for another episode. Back to, you know, my oldest experiencing and witnessing it and me kind of coaching myself and talking my life into existence, meaning I am speaking my life into existence by focusing on all the greatness on what I want my life, my day to be like. Right. And he then saw Pablo coming back in and being calm. And he's like, I'm sorry, mommy. And gave me a hug and kind of goes back to his table. Right. And so my, Oldest, Mateo, looked at me and he's just like, wow, mama. And I'm like, yes, you see, your words are powerful, right? Talk to yourself, let yourself, tell yourself what it is that you want for your life or what you want for the day to be like, right? And don't allow other people to change that because your words are magic. And if there is one singular like life lesson or in something that I want to, (laughs) if I could brainwash them into just believing in the power of their words, the power of their thoughts. That one singular concept is such a game changer in really revolutionizing the way future generations approach life, right? It's such a powerful tool to really instill in our children that their words matter, that the way in which they speak to themselves and others and the thoughts that they have create what's around them. And I feel like we've lost touch with that one. And for a lot of reasons, maybe our parents didn't have this knowledge base. Maybe they weren't this conscious of this concept that, you know, we speak our life into existence and start to reflect mama today and throughout the next you know, couple of days, how do you speak to yourself? What are the conversations that you are having? And more importantly, how do you manage your energy when inevitably you will be triggered by your child? That is just part of the parenting process. But here's what's beautiful about the parenting process. A powerful way to look at this is that they will be your best accountability tool. They will be the mirror of integrity for yourself and give you the transparency to see whether or not you are actually following through on really preserving that energy, really ensuring that you have the right boundaries, that you're creating the right framework for yourself, right? Because inevitably your child will just mirror back what you are doing. So if they're constantly reacting to the circumstances in their life, right? Like situations that don't go their way. If they are constantly complaining or they're whining or if something happens, then, you know, what are, are, they really hard on themselves? Like how do they react? Because what their reactions are telling you is how you are being. Now, again, this is not coming from a place of like you to feel bad, but rather feel empowered that you're getting immediate feedback every single day and that's a beautiful thing because that is what is going to get you into living an effortless life for yourself thereby making parenting so seamless and so cohesive in the way in which you show up as a human being and it just so happens that you are a parent and you are guiding your children to do the same and have the same human experience that was a lot, but that is how I roll (laughs) on this podcast. This is not, I don't edit, I don't script. Um, I really just allow myself to feel what I need to feel in order to, you know, give you a win, mama, to give you some nugget of implementation that you can start to do something actionable, right? So that when you are, you know, confronted with a moment where your child is, you know, tantruming or screaming, or you have sibling rivalry, or you know, the constant bickering, this is this is not going to change. But what changes is the way you react to that experience and your energy. Our children can so much feel our energy. They re- they interpret our energy. They react to our energy. So if you can keep it together, if you can, and I don't mean like suppress it, but if if you can acknowledge what you are feeling, if you can create habits such as redirecting your attention to things that are working in your life to really coach yourself through a moment, even if that's just pausing and not saying a word and just taking a couple deep breaths, whatever it is that you need, right? Maybe it's turning on music because you need to shift the energy in the room whatever is going to speak most to you is what is the best solution. So one of the, also one of the key things about this podcast is I'm never going subscri- to you know prescribe a one size fits all solution. I truly believe in bioindividuality and I do believe that one of the biggest things that keeps us stuck is that we're trying to retrofit ourselves, our personality, our energy, our our individuality that makes us us into this, you know, mold of who we aspire to be. But that's not the case. We don't want carbon copies of you know, what we be, believe is the perfection of parenting or motherhood or being a woman, whatever, right? It's about making it feel good for you. Because the last neuro brain tip that I'm going to infuse here, or like fact, is that what's going to create the least resistance is what's going to allow you to actually follow through. So listening to and being aware of your patterns and what speaks to you most, right? So really tapping into what makes you, you and applying that to how you approach, you know, a new solution is going to work. And that was kind of awkward. So let me rephrase here. So let's say, you know, I, this is a perfect example. Like you probably hear about this morning miracle or, you know, some sort of morning routine or ritual, but you're not a morning person. That was me. I'm like, I don't like waking up early. Like I'm having a shift in that, but that's just because of other reasons. But in the past, I, that was, I'm not a morning person. I would like wait till the very last minute to wake up. So does that make me? Am I now just defeated because I, you know, everybody that I read about has this miracle morning or has some sort of elaborate routine? Well, that didn't speak to me. So why would I try to create this new way of being if it's not really authentic to who I am? Right. And so eventually what happens is that when we start to create something new in our life that is so polar opposite of our, you know, natural rhythm, it's inevitable that you will always kind of like fall back. You won't maintain that new habit or that new behavior because it's not in alignment with who you are, right? It's not really honoring like the essence of you. So I never want you to take anything that I share with you as prescriptive. I want you to really interpret what that means for you. So, Take notice of your energy when these moments arise of friction, of, you know, resistance from your child, you know, how do you manage that energy? What do you, how do you react? And more importantly, how are you talking to yourself, right? Right. It was such a pattern interrupt to see me talk to myself for my child. He was like, what are you doing? Like, it actually caused them to take pause because they're used to seeing what mom probably yell back or try to control the situation or try to comfort them or try all of the different things that I used to do to try to manage, right? We're just like managing environments. I'm not managing them anymore. I'm leading by example. Right? I am honoring myself and my boundaries and my energy. Right, I'm protecting me by doing things that support me. And not in a selfish way, but in a way that it's going to be supportive and nourishing. And more importantly, modeling to them what it looks like to self-soothe, to self-love and to have compassion. Right? And to honor the self first. So, I'm excited that you are on this journey with me. I love to hear from you. So one of the easiest and simplest ways, I don't have quite an elaborate system of of emails and all of the things, because let's face it, we don't need another email. I like to connect in real time. So the best way to do that is to head over to my Instagram at Effortless Parenting Expert. You will find me on Instagram quite a bit. It is my main source of communicating to the mama community that I've created there. And I want you to DM me. Let me know you've listened to this episode. Do you have questions? Send me a DM. Let me know how I can better support you. If there's a topic that is near and dear to your heart right now that you need support with, That is where you can really get access to me. And more importantly, I want to be able to customize our conversations, which is what this podcast is, to suit my active listeners, right? To suit in real time your needs and get you living an effortless life so that parenting is not a thing for you. It just becomes part of your way of being. And I am here as your guide, as your mentor to help you every step of the way. All right. I think that about does it. I'm trying to keep these episodes under 30 minutes. And so take this into account, right? Everything starts from you, from the inside out. It starts with your energy, with how you self-manage, right? In order for then your environment to reflect that back onto you which includes your parenting which is why you're here okay so have a beautiful rest of your week of your night morning whatever time zone you are in again make sure that you head over to my instagram at effortless parenting expert i want to hear from you let me know where you're call, where you're listening from like what country you're uh, listening from what topics are of interest to you and more importantly speak to me, give me some real feedback on what you want to see out of this podcast. I definitely want to make it dynamic and real time. Okay. Take care of you, mama first.